With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Let's put a line through the biggest stories of the week with the Mowers Week in Review. All right, Scope, let's start with Rugby League. First up, the West Tigers. Alex Twole has extended uh, his contract at the Tigers. This was after they told him he could look elsewhere. Some other clubs showed interest. He met with the Bulldogs. He wasn't actually off contract. And then they say, not only do we want to keep you on contract, we want to extend you beyond your... Like, the West Tigers is a... They're a hard club to understand. Yeah, it would be tough being a fan of the West Tigers and trying to figure out, you know, what's what's happening. But also what reports are true. Like, you know, sometimes yeah. when, when it comes out, this might not necessarily be from the West Tigers. I... I I'd probably suggest that it probably wasn't the case. I Maybe this was leaked by management because when you look at I – I don't know who Alex Twole's management is, but you just I've been involved where I know where certain things have been leaked about players that were off contract or yeah. looking to get upgraded. Um, and if you if you just say – this, my theory behind it all would be if you announce this about Alex Twole, I think a lot of you know, good judges of rugby league would look at Alex Twelve's performances for the Tigers in the last couple of years and go, he's definitely not the problem. No. He's rock solid. He hardly misses any tackles. You know, NRL roast and and uh, and rando stats guy and and bloke in a bar of the worlds. If you go on any of their socials, uh, guys like Twelve are loved. Yeah, um, they you, love know, you him. can see yeah. across the league when he finally scored his first try. So a little bit of social media or or media pressure can yeah. can help uh, fast track. Uh, you know, these sorts of things like, you know, it might be you, you drop it and then you're at club functions or it's pre- it's Prezo night and people are coming up to the coaches and and the GMs mm. and, and the CEOs and go, oh, what's going on? Alex, we're letting Alex 12 go. How are we letting Alex 12 go? Yeah. And then, you know, they can't blatantly come out and go, oh, that's not the case or whatever. Mm. Um, but I'm happy for the Tigers because – Look, it's at the end signing. of the day, he's a good signing. Yep. Um, he's been there from day one. Yeah, I like of of been at you know multiple clubs throughout my career where uh, you know guys you think are going to be part of the fabric for a long time for whatever reason don't get don't get to stay at the club and they get moved on and yeah. Um, I, I I I sort of want the Tigers to be better. I went through yeah. a lot of I went I went through my career not really liking the Tigers. Uh, yeah, okay. We had a bit of a rivalry, Parramatta West Tigers. True. Uh, they, you know they used to frustrate us a fair bit, and obviously you know we'd get beaten a fair bit from yeah. the Tigers during that period when Benji and Robbie yeah. uh, were at their peak peak of their powers after the win of the competition. Um, but it's just the underdog side of me, you know. Like I think you know Aussies love an underdog story. Yeah. And to see the Warriors perform this year after they, you know, being second last last year, even and, the Knights and and your Bulldogs, yeah, Miss Oh, you're right. The Knights going on a run, I, I really enjoyed watching that. I'd just love to see the Bulldogs and and Tigers bounce back because I think they've got a better chance than say the Dragons who have been down the bottom as, as well. Dan and Kemp says, stay patient, <laughs> Bulldogs and Tigers fans. <laughs> uh, just on the Bulldogs, uh, they've had to had a chat with Josh Adokar this week uh, after the headlines over the last couple of weeks. There was some tweets around the Israel-Palestine stuff. Uh, there was the Kuri knockout stuff. Uh, tough couple of weeks. For Josh yeah, Adekar. Foxy. I like Fox. I've 
been around him enough just through through footy circles, not knowing him personally to to that to that level, like uh, as a as a really close mate, but. He's just got to find that balance now because he's such mm. a big um, personality and player in our game. You got to find one, you know, spe- specifically around what's going on overseas. You really got to do your research and understand what's going on over there before you make a comment. I'm not even going to dive like close to it because I just, no. I have actually spent a little bit of time this week trying to figure out what's going on. Just, just yeah, for, me too. Just for I've done e- a lot of research, educational purposes, yep. And, yep. and not to go out and, and have my opinion on it. I've just, yeah, I, I have no idea what's going on over there. So, yep. um, you know, I've been looking at a few things on YouTube trying to figure out, you know, what's what. But uh, with regards to the fox, um, you know, he's getting to the back end of his career now. The results haven't been this, as positive on the field for him recently. Um, he's just got to understand he's such a big personality, he's such a big part of the rugby league that he's just got to uh, fine-tune a few and I things. I think just for, for personalities like that, uh, charismatic guys who attract people, you've got, you got to surround yourself with the right people. That's yep. always the big thing. Be careful who you surround yourself with. Uh, Payne Haas uh, and Nelson Asofa solomona signal plans to defect to Samoa during a World Cup cycle. That'd be huge for Samoa. Big boost for them. Not like they need any more forwards, but yeah, Hassan look, Nelson. Yeah, there was chat. I I heard chat around Payne that because Payne didn't play in the World Cup yeah. last year uh, yep. due to injury. Yeah. I the the mail I got was that he was he was more 60, 40, 70, 30 going to to Samoa to, for last really? year's World Cup. Yeah. So um, off the back of that, obviously big now. So if he decided to head over. Um, you're right. They don't need Fords. Uh, their Ford pack is so strong as it is. Mm. Um, the crucial um, piece of that puzzle was Jerome Luai and him yep. finding an out-and-out partner in the halves, in the halves. because yeah. um, outside backs, they've got plenty, and, and, and it's super competitive front row position. It's probably Heaps. the best. They're probably the best nation in the country right now with players of heritage in yeah. the front row. Yeah. Payne Haas, Tino Fasul Ma'awi, Nelson Asafa Solomona, uh, Moses Liotta. Josh uh, Papali. Josh Papali'i. Yeah. The list just goes on. Yeah. Junior Polo. Junior, yeah. Heaps. Uh, Keon has extended at the Souths. Um, There's talk that he was going to wait until after the 1st of November, come back, test the open market, but he's re-signed. Strong. What, what would you think? Keon would get uh, talking Raiders maybe offering eight hundred. Yeah, great signing. I would I would say f- f- Souths might have got him f- for a bargain price. The fact that he didn't do November one didn't go to the open market. Um, yeah, I'd say maybe Keon's around fives, fives, fives or sixes. Wow. Yeah, yeah, to extend so early, and I think he would have yeah. got a lot more on the open market. Yeah, he was one player I thought they were going to lose with the Jack White signing. Yeah, okay. I just could didn't didn't know how they were going to be able to juggle Jack White new signing with Latrell Cody. Cookie, Cam Murray already feels like there's close to, you know, five million dollars worth of cap there. Starting to become a top heavy salary cap, isn't it? Like big name players on big coin, and then maybe a little bit less depth. Yep. Uh, Josh Curran is reportedly set for an, a release to head back to Sydney. Clubs that could use Josh Curran? Um, I think a number of clubs. I think he's a really good, versatile edge back rower. Um, there were high raps on him probably a couple of years ago. Freddie announced, um, you know whilst Freddie was the New South Wales coach and they were going through a good run off the back of the 2021 season, yeah. that he was in Calculator. I think he was a part of yeah, the emerging him. squads for the Blues. So uh, wherever he goes, he will be um, in a position to compete. Uh, for whatever reason, it didn't work out for the Warriors on a 
a really good positive year that they had. Jackson Ford beat they've him out. They've got a heap of depth there as well in the forwards, don't they, the Warriors? Well, they do, and and they've got some nice young players coming through. And I just think maybe he was he was on. I think he was on pretty good money too. Okay, um, he might have extended, and then you get the emergence of a guy like Jackson Ford, who he wouldn't be on all that. It could just basically be a salary cap decision where um, you can't afford to, to re-sign a guy like Josh Curran, who probably get. Um, some really good money to go play elsewhere and, and, and compete for a starting job. A couple of other quick stories. Bevan French wins Man of Steel. Is he, is he won more than one of these? Is this his first one? No, first this one? is his first okay. one, uh, but he's been killing it Kills in, it. in yeah. the Super League ever since he went over there with another ex-young um, outside back in Jai Field um, who'd played a little bit of first grade. Both those two guys are suited to the Super League. Um, it's There's a lot more emphasis on attack. They play footy from... Um, you know, long, like yeah, from their own goal line basically, <laughs> and then the kick chase over there is non-existent compared to here in the NRL, where <laughs> yeah. little guys like that, when they when they look up and they've got about twenty meters of space, um, you look at guys like Dylan Edwards over here who do such a great job. He would destroy the Super League, really? Dylan Edwards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. the kick returns like. Um, the staggered lines that they have over there, you, you you can see Bevan French running eighty pretty much each week. Uh, and then lastly, the West Tigers offer Brabham Best $800,000. Big bickies for a centre. Can you pay a, can you pay a centre that money? Not me. Yeah. Not me if I was uh, – and and I feel sorry for centres and back rows, which was my position. But if, if there are two positions where I'd be looking to um, cut costs and look for value players like we were talking about before with Jackson Ford, it's the back row position and it's the centre position because, uh, for you know, just – I just think there's more – emphasis on value in making sure that you've got a veteran half who can get a team around. Obviously the spine's super important. The emergence of the 13 that's super important now where if you go back even 10 years ago, if you had a toiler in the middle who made 30, 40 tackles, 10 hit ups, yeah. you could pay him 200, $250,000 and you'd do a job. Yeah. Now you've got to be able to play footy. If you're a lock, yeah. you've got to, you want to want to play someone highs of that 800,000 and they've got to have a little bit of footy about him because the defensive lines are just so good these days. All right. We've got a new segment today and we've got a sponsor as well. Here's the intro. All right. View the range at Sherlock lastlonger.com.au. What are you going to have a dig at today, Scope? I am having a dig at the new... Well, it's been announced. I don't know if it's officially been signed yet. The new New South Wales coach, Michael Maguire. And if reports are correct, that he has said that he would not mind coaching both New South Wales and New Zealand. So, one, first of all, if he has indeed got the job and it's all, but, you know, it's all done, like... Has seems been reported. Be. It yeah. seems to be that he's got the job, but it just hasn't been signed yet. Congratulations, great signing. But as a Kiwi, on to the next. For, you know, obviously we've got yeah. a campaign right now, and it's too yep. late to yep. put to put a coach in control. But uh, Madge, I just you can't you cannot coach New Zealand. I've got reasons for it as well, and New South Wales because we li- we live in a world now. We're talking about the. Um, the eligibility of Nelson Asafa Solomona and Payne Haas potentially going to represent Samoa. Yeah. So with New Zealand, Australia in particular, um, young kids now are being approached by the, it, the New Zealand rugby leagues and the Australian rugby leagues 
about their eligibility and getting really? them in early because what once sort of you, age would they do that? Like SG ball type. Yep, 16, 17s, really? I think when they're playing schoolboy footy. Because um, my dad's been involved with junior rugby league for New gotcha. Zealand and scouting and all that. So what, you what, cannot what do. What age does does it decide? Like we saw with Ronaldo Mulatalo, he played for Queensland juniors. Like what age do they need to pick? I an, believe an it's thirteen. Gibbo, I believe it's 13. But the the tricky part for New Zealand in particular is you can make a decision for Samoa, Tonga, and represent those two nations, the tier two nations, and then flip back. Like you can go back and play for Australia. And by doing that, still play Origin. If you decide to choose your allegiance, like Victor Radley recently, to England or become a Kiwi, you cannot play Origin. Yeah. So it's super important to – it would be a conflict of interest for the New South Wales coach and the New Zealand coach to be having conversations with a 16-year-old because, in a way, you're recruiting. You've got to be recruiting as, like, as a yeah. Kiwis coach, you've got to be going, yeah. look, I know, you know, you, you've grown up, like, you've got New Zealand heritage or you, you're born in New Zealand. Yeah. You moved to Australia when you are you know, 13, so you can play for New South Wales and potentially Australia – or if you're a Pacific Islander kid, potentially represent Samoa. So all these conversations. So if you want them to play for the Kiwis and and, and lock in playing for the Kiwis over Origin, yeah. then you have to address that nice and early um, and find out you know where they're at and and what can entice them. So there's no way that I, you know I agree with um, Michael Maguire coaching both New South Wales. That's and a really good point. All right, I'm going to have a dig at Eddie Jones. Uh, he's come in. He has left the state of Australian rugby. If it's what's in tatters, scope. It's in absolute tatters. He's come into a World Cup year. He's cleaned out the squad. He's left out all the older players. He's sprayed the media. Told them all to give themselves an uppercut. Said how negative the Australian media is. While simultaneously coming out and saying the All Blacks would better watch out. Australia's going to win the World Cup. This, that, and the other. He's took on a five-year role. I believe it was about a million dollars a year to take us through to the next World Cup that's going to be here in Australia. And whilst he's been doing all of that, he's been speaking to Japanese rugby and reportedly is about to take the head job as um, coach of the, the national team in Japan. What, if, if I said to you, I want you to plant a, a mole, I want you to plant a coach in the Australian setup to wreak havoc and then bail, what more could they have done than what Eddie Jones has done? Yeah, this is uh, – look, we did King or Kirk on, on yeah, Eddie. Yeah, I think and you kinged him at one point. I, I did. <laughs> I, I did. I, I like I, – I enjoy – I think he's entertaining. That's why I called him a king. But the, this – if it – again, this is again reported, if if it is indeed true, massive kook. He's gone to – he's gone over to a kook because – you're right. He's completely dismantled everything. And on ice, you know, there was part of me that understood. I've been involved in teams where you've got to reshape the playing group yeah. to make sure that they're buying into your message and then bringing through new forms of leadership. But you don't do that after a year. It reminds me, it reminds me very similar of a situation that I was in when Sticky, Ricky Stewart come to Parramatta. Put the cleaners. Spent a year there. Yeah. Put the absolute cleaner through a lot of yeah, um, yeah. myself first. <laughs> yeah. I got out I got out before he completely dis- dismembered um, the entire senior group at Parramatta. 
and then he went to Camberatus the next year. Oh. Um, not to the level of obviously like the Wallabies head coach, yeah. but the Parramatta fans and players weren't happy. I'll so, tell you that much. So Eddie Jones got signed, I think it was the very end of January. He was probably in, in the role by what, Gibbo, Feb, March? Yep, absolutely. So he must have been talking to Japan within four or five months of getting the gig. Whether he just thought this is a basket case, I've got to get out of here, I'm not sure. Or tinfoil hat, was he saying, now I'm the head coach of Rugby Australia, like you're going to have to cough up some serious coin to get me across there to that cushy job in Japan, which, which he's done before. Um, he, he's coached that. He's he's had that gig before. So so he had the security. You're what you're saying. Tinfoil hat. He's, he had the security. Five year deal, million a season, but re, he got if just way worst worst case scenario. I stay on as Wallabies coach. <laughs> yeah. Best case scenario, Japan offered me two mil per season. Correct. Or do you think uh, as well? He's probably thinking like he's gotten into the Wallabies top job, and he was like, oh geez, this this is worse too than tough. I thought. I, I think rather, I yeah. think it's that. Yeah. I'd rather go over to Japan where no one expects us to win. Yeah. You know, we get smoked by 90 points. Who really cares? But, but, but Japan's emerging oh, and course, there's so much course. money yeah. that's been yeah, put yeah. into it. And they, they want to be yeah. successful, but they also it's the, it's it's not easy to coach a team like that. Yeah. But you're right with the expectations of we're not a top tier nation, yep. but here's everything to, yeah. to try yeah. get us there. And when you, talk to, when you talk to a coach or you talk about signing a coach, I'll give you two scenarios, Gibo, as the head of Japanese rugby. First scenario, I sign the coach who just got sacked from England rugby. Yep. What do I have to pay him? Secondly, I sign the head coach of the Australian rugby team who's on a five-year, $5 million deal. How much do I have to pay him? Mm. Very different prospects. That's, that's good tinfoil hat stuff. That's right what Eddie there. Jones basically found himself in that position. All right, that's thanks to Sherlock. Uh, from the job site to your backyard, lighten the load with Sherlock. Available at Bunnings Warehouse.